Thanks for checking out my video. If you want to learn more from me, I have a lot of classes on Udemy. You can find the links to a lot of those in the description. Okay, let's see if this recording goes good. I got my little personal air conditioner thing blowing on me because this time of year, I cannot stand the heat and the humidity. God's help me for the next couple of months. You guys are probably going to get this video in July, but it is actually, for me, um, May right now, and it's probably only going to get worse. So by the time this video goes live, I'm probably going to have melted. But there's, you know, I'll become corporeal again at some point and post more videos, and now my cats are going to bicker with each other. Uh, if they could not, that would be great. Anyways, so the thing that I wanted to talk about today was something that I added to my list a while back. It's um, why our first spells can be the most powerful, right? Now, for me, if you watch my experiences with magic video, you'll know that like the first thing that I actually did was a binding where I wanted to turn off and seal away m memories that I would not want to, you know, revisit and stuff. And that really worked. To this day, there's a black hole in my brain. It's like, oh, I remember, you know, a bunch of stuff and then college started, black hole, and then there's a little bit more of college and then it keeps, then memory keeps going. I had a black hole. Um, ooh, I just got three Udemy class signups while I'm recording this thing. Um, shameless plug. If you guys want to learn more from me, I have a bunch of classes on Udemy. Um, you can check on my link tree, and I would really love it if you guys went through my Magic AF website for the classes and stuff, because that actually gets... Um, Udemy doesn't take a cut if you guys go through my website, so shameless plug. Anyways, so... My first spell being a binding, why was that so successful? Not, not, let's throw the binding thing aside, but why was my first magic successful? And I kind of have been, you know, mulling this over in my head and stuff. Basically, before I started getting into the mechanics of magic and the different ways it works and how it works in the mind and what models would go about explaining how magic works, whether it's just in your mind or it's the information model where you're programming the universe or it's the energy model where you're sending energy out and then energy responds and it comes back to you, stuff like that. You just believe that it works. You have this suspension of disbelief, for lack of a better term, where you say, I'm okay, if magic is real, I'm gonna make something happen. Right? And I know that it doesn't work for everybody, but it does work for some. If you guys have had success with the first magic spell that you ever executed, what was it? And did it work? How good did it work? Now I have my cat attacking my peanut butter jar. That's my snack, Teeny. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to make a video one day of um, my cat that loves peanut butter. But, so... Like I said, it's that suspension of disbelief. It's that allowing yourself to experiment and have that openness of, hey, this might work. And then, or I'm going to prove to myself that it does work. And then guess what? It does. You're not getting too much into your head about, you know, is my timing right? Am I doing it under the right moon phase? Did I say the right thing? Did I pronounce this word right? Did I write that, did I write that, um, that invocation correctly? Did I draw that sigil correctly? 
what's my outcome going to be? Am I worrying about my outcome? You know, when you journal about it, do you think about it day after day after day? And you're like, oh, I wonder if that spell is going to work yet, you know, or at acting in accord, that magic that I just did, what actions do I got to do? You know, it's just when you're keeping it simple, it just plays itself out. And it's just such a fascinating thing to me because, I mean, you can relate it to, you know, a bunch of a bunch of different things like. Um, I know that in the Harry Potter universe, people would do magic, you know, subconsciously, or it would just happen. Um, more relevant to this topic is the Magician series by Lev Grossman. The first kind of magic spell that you do can be very, very powerful because it's like a, it's like a burst. You know, it's unlocking that potential in you, and that's why um, when it came to Quentin, when he was doing his, um, when he was in his interview and whatnot, he exploded those cards all around the room and they made a nice, neat, um, what is it, house of cards. And it, it just immediately happened because it was that burst, that initial poof of energy, like, hey, magic works. So hopefully you guys understand that kind of analogy that I'm going with here. But when it comes to the magic, with the first time that you do it, it's that suspension of belief. It's just that blind faith in, I'm going to do this and see what happens. You know, it's opening that possibility. It's opening up to the, not just the, God, I hope this doesn't happen. I want this to happen. Because when we subconsciously are, you know, we manifest what we worry about. So if we're trying to have A happen, but we're worried about B, B is going to happen. But when we have that suspension of belief of, if I go through this and this and this and I follow these steps, I could get this. Is there any worry there? No. It's just, I do the thing, I get the thing, and it works. So what can we gleam from this stuff? You know, if you're into magic, you know, then there's a lot you can learn here. If you're just getting into it, then this is probably a good thing that you are hearing or something that you wanted to hear, that it does work. And the first time that you do stuff, you can get results. But for those of us that have been practicing for quite a while... We got to go back to basics in a way where we got to believe in what we do and we got to keep it simple. Just go to your ritual space, you know, plan it and everything. Go to the ritual space, execute it and believe and let it go. Don't worry about it. I know in the previous video I said about holding on to that outcome of, you know, I want this thing, I deserve this thing and I'm going to have this thing. That's that suspension of disbelief. That's knowing that you're going to have it and knowing that it is possible and that your magic works. So we can still have those bursts of manifestation that many of us have had the first time that we tried something again and again and again and again, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road. God, I'm like 17 ish. Oh, if I did the math, yeah, I'm about a decade and a half into all this stuff. So I know it, sorry if this has been a bit of a ramble. I had three hours of sleep last night and I really wonder when I'm going to get to sleep tonight because I woke up at, I slept from like 1.30 a.m. until like 3 something a.m. And now it's 11.20 p.m. So man, I'm fried. I hope this made sense. Let me know down in the comments. Good hunting. Thanks for watching my video. 
So if you want to check out my playlists, I have, among others, the Simon Necronomicon, The Tree of Life, General Magic, Tulpomancy, a playlist on my books, The Elements, Stones, The Theories That Govern Magic, and The Gods and Goddesses of Mesopotamia. If you want to check out my books on Amazon, I have Creating Consciousness, Magical Mechanics, Magical Theater, Handy Sigil Magic, Magical Movement, which is an update and expansion upon Handy Sigil Magic, Magical Mastery, which is a combination masterwork of Magical Theater and Magical Mechanics, and The Guide to the Spheres and Beyond. You can also find me on Facebook at MagicologyYT. You can email me at priestofthenecro at gmail.com, and you can even check out my Instagram, which is Magicology. And good hunting.